Now, the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show with Darren Kimura, brought to you by Honolulu Chinese JCs, Papa John's Pizza, the Club Holly, and Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Welcome to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. I'm your host, Darren Kimura, broadcasting here live from the beautiful downtown studios of ESPN Honolulu. We got uh, Lefty on the board here, and if you got any questions or, or comments, 808-296-1420. Or uh, shoot us a text, 808-296-1420, especially if you got some products you want us to talk about or some questions uh, regarding some products. I, I know there's a lot of things that have come out recently, and it seems like every time we turn around, the print shops are starting to get caught up with uh, with their, uh, their, their, I guess, with their printing. Because uh, a lot of them, for those of you that didn't hear a show earlier, uh, a lot of them were actually busy printing those cards for the COVID tests. So they weren't printing sports cards or CCGs or all of that. So that's why a lot of things got backed up. But they're starting to slowly catch up. So that's a good thing. So uh, hopefully as uh, the new product schedules come on, hopefully they'll be more uh, on time and uh, and ready to go. A couple things. Uh, we do have uh, sports cards and collectibles in-person show at Pro Ridge Waimakai. Uh, it's, it's normally centered around that center court, but they have this really cool Monarchs and uh, um, Monarch butterfly display. So uh, actually we're going to... Uh, later in the show, we're going to have Darlene Lou McDowell joining us to share us uh, share the information about that butterfly experience. I got to take a quick peek at it earlier um, this week. It's it's a really cool exhibit. But of course, you know, bring the kids to see the butterflies, and uh, you know, the adults can come take a look at the sports cards and collectibles. Um, and uh, it's 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 just a really cool opportunity this weekend. Again, hosted by the Honolulu Chinese JCs. Joining me now, a uh, guy who's actually one of the first guys we had on this show is uh, Eric Myers from PWCC. Eric, how's it going? Doing great, sir. Doing very, very good. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, thank you for coming back. If I remember correctly, you were a big-time Kobe fan, those that don't know you, right? <laughs> That's still true to this day. Kobe, Jordan. I do also collect vintage base baseball cards oh. as well as baseball memorabilia. But most notably, I'm known for, yes, being an avid Kobe and Jordan collector. Yes, sir. That's cool. So, you know, that's a little brief introduction for those that uh, uh, didn't know too much about Eric. But Eric Myers, you are officially part of PWCC. And and PWCC got a lot of publicity over the last uh, year or so because there's a lot of new things coming out with uh, not only its auction site and all that. But, but I want to start by saying, hey, if you haven't heard of PWCC, first of all, where have you been? But uh, if you haven't heard of PWCC, why don't I give you an opportunity to sort of Give a little background on what PWCC is. Well, PWCC is not only just an auction house, but it's also an evolving marketplace. So you do not necessarily have to just auction your cards with us. You can list them for Buy It Now, Buy It Now, our best offer. And we also offer the opportunity for people to facilitate private deals if you have cards in our vault system. So we do a multitude of things. We also offer loan programs, auction advances. And again, we offer a vault system. So let's say you have a decent-sized collection and you, you just don't know if you trust it in your house or your local bank and you want it in a vault system that is fully insured and insurance has no cost to you and you want it there long term and it, that would make you feel more comfortable give you peace of mind we also offer that as well so we, to the customers we offer a multitude of things well that's actually something i wanted to kind of dive into a little bit because you know, these are some interesting times, and I, and I, you know, if this was a video, you'd have seen me with my hands in the air putting air quotes. These are some interesting times, and, you know, the, the, the reality is that, you you know, the, the collectibles market has blown up. I mean, there's no other way for me to say it. It's gotten 
to the point where we have a radio show here where we're talking about diversifying a portfolio of collectibles. I mean, it's it's really truly gotten to the point where it is truly valuable and no longer something that you just have sitting on a shelf or sitting in a in a little plastic case on your desk. This these are these are items that people legitimately get good sized vaults for or or you know safes for, but at some point you just may not feel comfortable about it at home. And I and I think what PWCC has as far as this vault concept is really neat. So if you can explain that a little bit more. So people send their stuff to you, it's locked down, it's insured. I guess if you could give them an idea um, where, where the vault's located. Yes, so the vault's located in Tiger, Oregon. That's where our corporate office is. We have two vault systems. We not only store cards, but we also do, if you wanted to vault you know, comics, memorabilia, say game use shoes, jerseys, a multitude of other things, baseballs, bats. So it's not just a vault system for carts. So you would you could either contact uh, PWCC through customer service, which is CS at PWCCMarketplace.com, or if you already have a personal rep assigned to you, contact your rep, and they would send you email you a FedEx shipping label that you could then send your items into, and they'll be ingested in the vault. And when they come into the vault, within a few days, you will see images of your items front and back, Again, it depends what the item is. Um, you'll see images of your item put up in there in your own vault that's assigned to you. So you'll actually have um, a vault website, for, part of the website that is for you. You'll have your own vault number. And then you can see the assessed value, the insured value of your items as well. And we would then keep them for you indefinitely. And it, basically, we cover the insurance. There's no insurance cost or anything that on you. The only The only cost that could potentially be deferred to the customer is if, you pull them out and you do not sell them with us. We charge you a 1% fulfillment fee, and that's not annual, that's total. So if you had, let's say that you had $10,000 worth of assets in it and you had them in PWCC vault and you left them there for 10 years, after 10 years you only owe us just 1% if you don't sell them with us. And that's it. That's, that's very minimal. You know, you're talking at that, what is that, like $100? bucks, right, right. Yeah, and, and, and through that process, remember, everything's fully insured with us. So there's a lot of people who have four, five, six, and seven-figured vault portfolios with us who have run the numbers and said, hey, it's a lot better to do this. And also, while they're in the vault, it's not like they're just stagnant there. You can, again, list them for sale. They don't have to be for auction if you don't want, not comfortable in auction. You can list them for sale, buy it now, best offer. And you can also shop them around as private deals. So while they're vaulted, they're also available for sale um, at your leisure. And I think that's the other part that's really key, right? You're talking about, in, in this market again, there's some interesting things going on out there, but you have an opportunity to still sell your item and coordinate everything through the PWCC vault. And of course, even easier if you're selling it to someone who also has a, a vault number, they can easily just transfer items, right? Yeah, exactly. So if, you out, if you're selling something to another PWCC vault member, it's literally a couple clicks of a button. You get their vault ID code, and then you would insert that in as to where it's going. You get it, and usually within 48 hours, the, the item's transferred from one vault to the other. And again, it's it's very simplistic. Once somebody goes through the process, learns the website, it's it's as simple as simple gets. And again, so it goes from one end. There's, and the beautiful part of that is if you were to sell something or trade something to somebody that wasn't in the vault system, you'd have to deal with whether it be USPS, FedEx, and have to worry. Like sure. Shipping. Sure. And that's a big stressor. I mean, I'm a collector as well. So that stressor can put a lot of emotional stress on you. So if you're selling something to somebody else who also has a vault, just a couple clicks of a button and there's no stress. 
that's it. It's over. It goes into their system, and you, you go about your day. And as far as the database management of, of what you have, it's it's basically just an online account, right? Just like just like logging into say your your commercial bank account that you just log in and you have your listed items there. Exactly. So if you log into your bank, you can see all your recent transactions. You know your debit cards, your credit cards, all the transactions on this. It's similar to that, except with us. When you log into your own personal account, you'll see your vaulted items. You can not only see your transactions in regards to your purchases and sales, you can also see your vaulted items. And in the vaulted items, you get a picture and a description for each item. You know, it gets the title on the very top, so you can see a high resolution. It's not just some generic, uh, cheap scanned image. You know, these are high resolution images of your item front and back, and you could actually see them. And again, also alongside of that, you will see the insured value. So you'll not only see your items, you can also see what they're insured for. And then at the bottom, you'll see a total of everything that there is. I think that insured value is kind of an interesting thing for people to understand. For, for those that have never tried to insure their own items, the, the headache of going through the annual inventory, the annual assessments, the annual valuations, w which is required for all annual insurance policies that has to be renewed, that's just incredibly big headache. I, I, mean, I, I can't even emphasize enough having gone through it. it it's such a big headache that it's so much easier just to kind of hand it off to somebody who basically that is what they do. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to put that is this year, next year, the year after that, the customer doesn't really have to worry about it. We, we do it all for them. They just look at the, the insured value and the numbered totals of items they have in their vault, and the rest is all handled on us, the listing of it the in regards to the titling, right? We do that. The imaging, we do that. And the customer, when they go to – if they choose to list it on auction or buy now our best offer, however they want to list it, they pick the price on what they want to list it at for buy now our best offer, and then they just submit it up there. And when it goes to auction, they just click a couple buttons, and then it goes to auction. But if they choose to keep it in their vault, all this stuff in regards to the insurance and, and everything that's associated with that, we handle all of that. And again, the most that they're going to pay is 1%. That's the fulfillment fee if they choose not to sell that item with us, whether they keep it there six months, Six years, ten years, fifteen years—it doesn't matter. So the cost that they're uh, that they might encounter at some point down the road is extremely minimal to the overall potential benefit. And, and also, when these when these asset portfolios, if you will, when they reach five, six, seven figures, oh man, just know that there's somewhere that's in a secured vault system. And you could always go to YouTube, look at the construction of the PWCC vaults if you're curious as to what the vault is like, how big it is, you know, how everything about it so that way you can make yourself more secure you can always go to youtube google it you'll see it and you'll definitely feel a lot more comfortable but the insure having your items insured is something that is beyond measure well and i think people that have gone through the insurance process can do the math and then that's the part you know but if you've not gone through the insurance process you know, to to try and insure a hundred thousand dollars of value, you might be looking at five thousand dollars a year. I mean, it's it is kind of crazy. I mean, the amount of uh, premiums that you'd be paying just to insure, say, a hundred thousand. And by the way, a hundred thousand is an impressive collection for most. You know, shall we shall we call them home collectors, not not the people who are say in the business of uh, buying and selling, but for your typical PC, you know, uh, person, you're you're talking about. Ten to fifty thousand, and if you're lucky enough to have built it up to a hundred thousand, now you're talking about five, six thousand dollars a year in insurance costs. I mean, it, it does get crazy. Yeah, and we—I 
I had a, a buddy of mine who was paying twelve hundred a month in his insurance premiums wow. for his collectible. Yeah, wow. at twelve hundred a month, and and then he just said, you know what, Eric, um, I'm done paying that, and he just he said, look, I'd just rather keep him in PWCC vault. That's a lot more. It's it just when you run the numbers, and he and I get it. Sometimes you want to have the items with you, and he he didn't want them, you know, separate from himself, and I totally understand that. But when you really look at what's monetarily the, the best thing for you and your family and the most economically responsible thing, it's best to go ahead and put it somewhere that's fully insured. That's really what's best because life is short. We don't know what tomorrow may hold. And so we always want to make sure that our, our assets are protected for not only ourselves, our wife, our husband, our children, for our lineage, right? And we want to make sure that they're protected. So the insurance is, is it's, it's really paramount as these items that we speak of transition from a hobby or this niche uh, type of genre, how they kind of have been now to an actual collectible asset, right? An actual tangible asset that, that can show long-term growth. At that point, we have to start treating them differently. Right. We have to start looking at what's best for our family 10, 20, and 30 years down the road. I, I agree. I agree. Well, we're up against a break. Um, you know, are you able to kind of hang on? I want to I pick your brain a little bit about not only the, uh, the lending side, which I think a lot of people, I think that would blow their mind, um, but also in, you know, the, the new PWCC marketplace as well. Are you able to stick around after the break? Yes, sir, of course. Yeah. All right, awesome. We, we were talking to Eric Myers from PWCC, and when we come back, more on the lending and uh, new PWCC marketplace. I think it's going to be pretty exciting for you guys on the Sports Cards and Collectibles show on ESPN Honolulu. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. We're talking to Eric Myers from PWCC. Eric, before I forget, uh, someone wants to check out PWCC. What's the what's the website for them to go check out? PWCCMarketplace.com. And and you had mentioned earlier, if someone wanted to get started, they could just submit an inquiry on there, and you know they would get all the you know everything would be started with the FedEx label and all of that. Um, that's that's if they've never done anything before, never had a rep, they can just jump on there, set up a password, set up a login, and and kind of get the ball rolling. We we may have lost Eric. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and try and get Eric back. Uh, but what I want to do is, um, yeah. So, so pwccmarketplace.com. Um, uh, if you've never gone on there before, uh, one of the best things to do is just go on there, check out what they have to offer. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Eric can explain a little bit more about the process to get everything set up. But it, it's really, uh, you know, quite a simple process. Once they get you assigned, they'll actually send you a FedEx label, and they, you, you send your products in. They actually itemize everything all out, and boom, you're set up. Now, what's kind of cool about this too is one one of the things that uh, that we're gonna you know try and talk to Eric a little bit about. Uh, hopefully, we can get him back on. Uh, in, in the interest of full disclosure, we are talking to Eric internationally, um, so so there there are sometimes some some challenges, and uh, um, so just kind of deal with us as we trying as we effort to get Eric back. Um, one one of the things that uh, you know that that is really kind of neat about the PWCC marketplace uh, is that um, you know he's the the marketplace allows you to put things into the vault, have it all inventoried, and you know what's what's really kind of cool is with that value, uh, they're actually able to not only insure you completely, but this is the part that's the most important. 
they're also able to provide you an actual value that you can go ahead and document on your side. And like he was mentioning with significant others and with, uh, you know, um, you know, your family and all of that, once you have that, that inventory list and that, that login and everything all set up, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one more. It's it's one opportunity. One more opportunity for for someone to take a look at what you have and you know help you put it together. Let's say you're trying to do an estate plan or whatever. You have an actual inventory list. If if you try and go to an attorney who's you know going to try and help you you know divvy up estate assets, having that inventory already done by somebody else is going to be huge when it comes to trying to figure out your values. Um, I, I know that right now we we are struggling to to to. Uh, to get um, to get Eric back, uh, wh why don't we do this? Uh, why don't we take a quick break and then uh, we'll, we'll effort to get Eric back on, and then we'll come right back on the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show on ESPN Honolulu. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. We got Eric back. Eric, we we kind of lost you there in the international world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so one of the things I was talking about was the concept of lending. And I think people will, I think that'll blow their mind. It, you know, when they've submitted stuff through you, you got set up on the website, you got that FedEx package out, they have their list, they have their insured value. You guys actually offer something that is completely different than this uh, standard safe deposit box. Uh, what is that lending aspect that PWCC has? Lending is very interesting. It's something that's relatively new to the industry. It's less than just, you know, less than five years old for the most part. And I'm not sure how many other people offer it, but we've pretty much mastered the aspect. So once your items are into the PWCC vaulting system, they've been fully curated. What I mean by fully curated is the images have been scanned, they've been assessed an insurance value, and they've been titled. At that point in time, you can then request to have a loan taken out against them. Let's just throw out an arbitrary number of $100,000 in your vault portfolio. We'll give you up to 40% loan value on the on the value of your assets. So let's say the total value that we uh, see the atoms at is 100,000. You could request up to 40,000, and that really depends upon the liquidity, uh, recent comps, and how we feel the market is on that card. Sometimes it can be 20, 25, 30%. The max is 40%, and it's very interesting because people can then redeploy that capital to either buy more collectibles or buy stocks, maybe redo the kitchen in their house, uh, buy cryptocurrencies, whatever they see fit. At that point in time, the money's theirs, right? And, and they would sign a contract. They would reach out to the, the customer support team, which is csfcmarketplace.com. And then once they contact them, we step them through uh, with a sales rep of exactly how to get that loan going. And not only lending in regards to loans on stuff in their vault, if they submit things to auction, we'll give up to a 50% advance. So let's say you submit a $100,000 card for next month's premier auction, but you don't want to wait for the auction to run, and then a few weeks after that to get paid out, you kind of need some capital now. We'll give you an advance at zero interest. There's no interest. There's no point wow. on that for the advance. So we could give you up to 50000 advance. And that's really where a lot of people take, uh, take initiative into in regards to a personal benefit for things that they can reallocate those funds to by just sending things to auction as well. So there's two forms of a way for the customer to get really uh, as close to instant liquidity as possible. Well, and you know, you mentioned this auction. I, I do want to dive down this rabbit hole here because the PWCC marketplace at one point was pretty much just a consolidator of information, but the marketplace has expanded 
to truly be a, a an auction site, a buy it now site. It, it's its own entity. It's its own living, breathing collection of information. So when you talk about having insured values here, we're talking about having PWCC histories. You're, you're looking at other sales. You're looking at uh, the, the types of bids that are occurring. You have data there because of this PWCC auction marketplace. And that's something that anyone can jump on, even if they don't contribute anything to the vault, that they can jump on and they can bid on items all day long, right? Right, exactly. And, and PWCC wants to pride itself of being the tip of the spear in regards to the evolution of the next generation of marketplaces. Again, we have the weekly mark, uh, auction, and then we have the monthly premier auction. And it's great to have the two different tier levels because one, it's for cards that, generally speaking, are $20,000 and under. The other one is $20,000 and above. So if you have a card that eight, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 and you run in the weekly, it's probably going to be one of the best sellers on that auction. Mm -hmm. You know, And so that allows people a different type of diversity, if you will, in regards to where that they want to um, allocate their, their cards for sale. And also, again, one ends weekly versus the other one's monthly. So if people need capital faster, that's one way to do it. But, yeah, our goal is to be the – well, the premier marketplace in the industry. And we do that in a multitude of ways. Number one is the way we image the cards. High-resolution front and back scans, very, very nice quality scans. They're not generic scans. It's, we look at these things as if they're four, five, six, seven-figure items, they need to display themselves really well. Sure. Cards that make it in the premier auction, they have rotating 360-degree high-def image. Wow. That way you can actually spin the card, right? So you can look at it and with your mouse or your phone, you can drag the image and spin it around so you see the totality of the card and cards in premiere we every card in premiere also gets a two-minute video of the card talking about the card so you can actually see and be able to digest the beauty of each item in the premiere auction well, what are some of the items that have appeared or or maybe even going to appear in the next premiere auction well I, I, the, the big one that we have coming up in regards to the july premiere auction is going to be a, a red pmg that's 1997 jordan pmg wow so that's going to be a you know, we also have other stuff in regards to uh, 2003 exquisite LeBron James RPA. Wow. Um, we a Tom Brady 2012 Gold Prism, 2017 National Treasures Black Mahomes number to five, which wow. is absolutely, yeah, 1952 Tops Willie Mays. That's a PSA 8, and that's a really good card. I think Willie Mays' stuff is extremely undervalued. Yeah. 52 Tops, 51 Bowman. I think those cards have a lot of growth potentially in the future, but those are just some of the cards we have coming up. And that's the kind of stuff that a one-month auction really gives people an opportunity to, to, to have every single potential interested bidder jump in and be a part of that conversation. Yeah, and even if people, even if you're not sure if those, that's the level at which you want to start purchasing cards at, I urge people to go to the website, look at the premier auction, look how cards are displayed, look at the listings, look at the imaging, watch the videos of these cards. Whether you bid or not, that's totally up to each individual buyer's perspective. But I want people to be able to see how well we display the seller's cards. Because if you're looking for a place to sell your cards, it really boils down to a couple things. One, what's the percentage of, uh, of the buyer premium that I could potentially get back when I go to sell my card? And how is my card displayed, right? Is it just a front and back stagnant image? Or is the company that I'm giving my items to to sell for me, are they doing their best? Are they going above and beyond to display my cards? That way it can get me top dollar. And another thing real quick on the premier auction, we don't norm, normally how auctions work is there's a hammer price and that's 100%. Then uh, most auctions charge the buyer 20%. Well, 
Well, every card that sells for over 20000 in our premier auction, we give the seller back half that buyer premium, right? Wow. So they get 110 and a hammer. Whereas most places just keep, most auction houses just keep the full 20%. They give very little of that back to the seller. So when the buyers are paying that extra 20%, they need to know that, hey, we're not keeping that 20%. Half of that goes to the seller. So if you're a seller wondering where I'm going to sell my cards, it's very important to know, again, A, how my cards or, cards or memorabilia is displayed and how much money do I get. So if you know right off the bat you're getting half the buyer premium and we're not charging the seller any fees to sell it with us, that can add up really fast. Well, and the and the other thing too, I mean, it's it's the pride in 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 the doing business, right? I mean, if the auction house is showing you every single corner, every single high risk and three hundred sixty degree view, I mean, especially a, a slabbed item, there there's no crack you're going to see. If there is a crack, it'll be clearly obvious on the scans, and 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 my guess is it will also be you know listed in the description. There's no none of those shenanigans you see on some other. Uh, you know, purchasing sites, you know, or for that matter, even Facebook Marketplace. You know, there's just different ways people can kind of hide things. If you're seeing these kinds of images, there is no doubt what you're looking at is what you're looking at. Exactly. And if you have any questions, again, you can always reach out to your PWCC rep or email customer service and say, hey, this might be a question. I'm, I'm, I've noticed this or I have a question about that. We're very responsive. We want to make sure that, one, the seller's happy, and two, the buyer's happy. We want to make sure both parties are are happy with the services given and the money that they receive from their items for the sellers. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I think that um, you know, from the customer's perspective, not only the buyer, but uh, you know, the 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 buying experience sometimes generates the selling experience and vice versa too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And and people that become buyers eventually become sellers, and sellers become buyers. Right. So we want to make sure that. Both at both aspects of our customers are taken care of. Both people get equal attention. I believe we have about 13 sales reps, so everybody has an opportunity to contact people whenever they want. And that's that's the beautiful part, especially if you have a sales rep. So if you have a sales rep that's assigned to you, it's not like you're going to be talking to somebody new every time for the next few weeks or months or years or whatever. You'll have your own personal rep. You'll have his phone number. You can talk to him and formulate this long-standing relationship with him. You'll have his direct email. Again, you'll have this phone number. You can actually start to formulate a game plan for procuring new assets for the future or liquidating current assets so that way you can have capital on hand to do whatever you want to with. And they can kind of help guide you and navigate you with any questions you might have. And I think customer service is one thing that we offer that can separate us apart from other auction houses. Customer service is so important nowadays. You know, people want to know that the people they're talking to are true employees of that company, that have a vested interest in making sure the customer is taken care of. Well, I think that, you know, that's one of the things that makes PBCC so special. You can, and again, you know, the proof is in the pudding with, with the way you guys display things, the way you guys talk about the cards, the way you guys, you know, put them on as far as the scans and everything. But we, we are pretty much out of time here, but I want to make sure that I give you an opportunity, Eric, to, to give that website one more time so everyone can go check it out. Yeah, Absolutely. Again, this is Eric Myers from PWCC Marketplace. Our website is pwccmarketplace.com. If, whether you're buying or selling, just go to the website, check it out, look at how we display things, look at the images, and please just follow us. And if you have any questions, reach out to customer service or myself. Again, I truly appreciate it, Eric. We've got to have you on more often, and i uh, love to hear about all the new things going on at PWCC. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a blessing. All right, that was Eric Myers from PWCC. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going from uh, 
one Eric to another. Uh, so it's one of those weird things because of how we did the breaks. We're going to dive right into our buy low, sell high segment with Eric Reichard. Eric, I don't know if you uh, noticed, but the uh, Yankees are still hitting home runs. I think the score is 400 to zero right now. <laughs> What's up? Uh, yeah, it's rainy and I can't go to the beach, so I guess I'll watch the home run derby. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, I figured you'd be in a good mood because, uh, you know, and anytime I, I look up a, a Yankees score on a Wednesday, I, I, I'm always worried that it might be one of those days. And the good thing is I looked up and it was 5-0. Then before I knew it, it was 11-0. And then by the time I got in here, it was 16-0. So I said, oh, Eric's going to be in a great mood today. So I wonder what we yeah. should talk about. <laughs> yeah. it's, a good, it's a good day. No sun in my life, but it's a good day. No, right. I mean, you know, when, when, when Aaron Judge has 30 home runs before the All-Star break, um, and last I checked, the All-Star break's not tomorrow, it, it's it's a pretty impressive way for your team to to kind of get it rolling and, and of course they're still the number one team in the league yeah and of course the best time to sell his cards was like five years ago still which is weird <laughs> right no that that speaking of buy low sell high it is a strange time the guy has 30 home runs the guy is obviously putting up these are historic numbers on no doubt one of the biggest if not the biggest market teams in the major leagues and his prices are soft and Bobby Wintel's from him, and they're more than him. Okay, right on. No, right, right. <laughs> or or J-Rod, or Novi Marte in some oh, cases, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's very odd. Yeah. Um, but but th that is kind of where the market is at now. And I think we began this conversation last week. I kind of want to continue with it, that this is a great time to buy stuff for your personal collection. If you're a Yankees fan, buy all the Aaron Judges you can afford because it's an opportunity because yeah. he's doing really well. But yeah. you had mentioned 90s inserts. And one of the things that I kind of found interesting over the last couple of weeks, and, and, and see if I'm, if, I, if I'm right here, it does seem like we're starting to see some renewed interest in some of the, shall, shall we call them the second-tier Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. which is incredible can, that someone can be a second-tier Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know? yeah right. But, but you know, like, like autographics or PMGs of guys like Grant Hill, mm -hmm. AI, even Chris Webber, right? I mean... These are guys that we maybe didn't even think about, but oh my goodness, the the prices of these, like the autographics, the because first of all they're on card autos, but or even those PMGs, they're through the roof right now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. There might just be like some set collectors, uh, you know, a few of them out there, and they're just battling each other on auctions or whatnot to try to get the cards. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. You got to kind of take a look at that and and see. Uh, it's almost like you know, it's like green PMGs, like they're just crazy because yeah, a couple guys trying to finish that set and then they just go battling and then yeah, it's uh, yeah, it gets hectic. Well, and and you're right that there are those you know, shall we shall we call them the insane set builders who really really yeah. really need that card. But the, the the reality is even the the concept of the Skybox autographics cards. And I know I keep bringing it up, just so happened I I, I saw you know a couple of nice graded ones, um, you know, the other day, and these were these were Grant Hill autos. I mean, they're they're you know, PSA 8s and 9s, they, they don't seem like on the surface they should be that expensive. But when you start to look at how the prices are climbing on them, there, there's definitely action in these guys. So, like I said, you know, the Chris Webbers, the, the Grand Hills, the Allen Iversons, there's really a lot of action on these guys. Yeah, no, they got they got some set collectors. There's some Grand Hill got some, uh, some player collectors big time. He's, he's, uh, he's pretty popular. So I guess, you know, with all, all the way then. Maybe people got turned off of, uh, you know, Prism Select and just so much of that stuff made or whatnot. They just, you know, try to go back to when they were collecting before, find some cool stuff they liked before, and 
they kind of, you know, maybe they, maybe they made less, maybe they made more. Who knows? But if the inserts, then they definitely made less than what they're making nowadays. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about again, like you said, these are guys that in the '90s we might have been player collecting, right? And we got away from that because we had an opportunity to get a, a silver parallel of some rookie that we had, you know, we really never heard of, but the market said we should know, you know. And you know, you buy enough of those and you sell enough of those that all of a sudden you feel like you know everything, and then you wake up one day and realize, uh, is this guy even still in the league? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, but that didn't matter last year. Couple years no. Ago. Like, how's he doing in the G League? He's killing it? Oh, cards going up. Right. <laughs> like, but but lo and behold, right, we fast forward to now, and the guys that were really left behind during all of this, because, of course, Jordan, LeBron, say even guys like D-Wade, Kobe, and all the they, – they really did get dragged up with this base craze. But a lot of these other guys, even the the Iversons the, and the Grand Hills, I keep coming back to these two guys because it seems like these two guys, there's some renewed interest. Maybe yeah, before, I mean, you know, that just wasn't because they were mm -hmm. they were they were chasing the the current single, you know, silver or whatever. But yeah. now they're coming I back to it. Iverson stuff. I never had anything really Grand Hill to sell, so I didn't know. But like NT, like Iverson autos and stuff like that, they did pretty well. Like even more than I thought they would do and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it is strange, right? Even even though Iverson has some current stuff that's out there, uh, there mm -hmm. there really wasn't a big move on, say your. Bowman's best rookie compared to you know what happened with Kobe's Bowman's best rookies or yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah. some of those things and and yet now it's starting to pick up again and again I I feel like this personal collection buying is starting to really move that sort of established second tier Hall of Fame guy back into the conversation because people aren't chasing base singles anymore. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not. Gives the. Uh... It was back to the old stuff. I, I, I like it. I can't wait for next couple of weeks, two more weeks, what are it, two and a half more weeks. Yeah, get to go shopping, hunting. hunting. Well, you mentioned the National, of course, but, you know, one of the mm -hmm. other things, speaking of the National or those kinds of opportunities, I mean, there's even things recently that I've started to look at, and it's like the, the Upper Deck Heroes autos. Uh, you know, I remember back in the day when you, you, know, just, you, were, you just couldn't get one. The, the bottom line is no one could pull one. So if you were lucky to see one, the prices were a million dollars. I mean, I'm exaggerating, of course, <laughs> right. but it was impossible. To right. Somebody and then at Cal shop today showed me a picture, and he said he like had a friend that worked CBS and had Marino like sign like all ten of the cards. Oh the wow! Set. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty epic. I was like, dang, that's awesome. I mean, that's yeah. not the actual heroes you know, auto yeah, card, yeah. but but the point is it's that's pretty cool. Stuff, yeah. You know, and and yeah. and you think about those guys, right? They they these are top line hall of famers we're talking about that they featured in these products and oh, yeah. they Lots made what yeah. 1250 or or 1500 yeah. something, like, something that. like that right a lot which looks like seemed like a lot but it was like impossible to pull like yeah and i and I, I feel like people just don't have them right now so now again yeah. there's that welcome back to the 90s chase right okay yeah. what was that card i remember trying to find that card now people get on the hunt and Hey, there's one available. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bid for that one. But you and thirty five thousand other people that are trying to relive <laughs> yeah. their '90s youth are bidding on that card, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta hit up day one of the national and get get busy. Can't be messing around. And yeah. and you gotta hope that someone is willing to sell it now because I think with this renewed interest in some of these '90s inserts again, you know, it, it's gonna come down to someone who 
either has no desire to hold 90s inserts or someone who needs to liquidate some of their stuff now and doesn't have time to go to PWCC auction, right? They, they just, they're mm -hmm. going to take it to the national and they're, yeah. they're going to sell it for what they sell it for. Yeah, you cash is king and they're going to wait. Yeah. yeah. I think there's, there's something to be said though for that, right? I mean, the, this, this, this PC market is really what carries the hobby, e even through the last, you know, shall we say, bulk, you know, rubbish, not time, the, the early, late 90s, early 2000s, even during that time, there were still collectors who absolutely wanted to have that player of that card, of that product, and they were going to buy it even if it was five bucks. That, that's still mm -hmm. going to carry it through to where we are today. Now, we're not going to have as many, in my opinion, we're not going to have as many, you know, PSA 10 base card chasers anymore, but... Yeah, no. Nobody's getting any PSA 10s from those years. Yeah, from that old oh, stuff, no. Yeah, well, and, and a lot of them now are just being slabbed as authentic because the cards are just mm. so bust up, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. You know, there's, there's people on the mainland listening to me say bust up right now. Just, yes, we are talking in Hawaii. That <laughs> that means the, the cards are in not so good condition. Um, yeah. I had to offer that translation for those listening on the sideline Hawaii app or the, on ESPN Honolulu. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, and I think that... Uh, as this slowly brings it back, though, and, and as guys like you and me start looking for individual 90s stuff that we really enjoyed having and maybe couldn't have had back in the 90s, yeah, true that. It, it is going to be a shift, right? We, we, we may actually seen some, see some declining values, in fact, on more modern stuff. Probably. I'm selling it all. Well, well, you're selling it all, but but there's got to be a lot of people that are in the same position we are, where we're just deciding, yeah, you know what? We'll see. Well, hopefully, someone's a buyer. Someone's right. Selling to nobody. Right. No, but but if but there's always going to be someone who's interested in today's player because they just got through seeing them, right? Or they yeah. maybe they went to that same sure. college. The same reasons we enjoyed watching Grant Hill and Allen Iverson because we yeah. saw them in college coming through or whatever. These guys, they're they're doing the same thing with the modern player. I just feel yeah. like. There's just so much out there of the modern stuff that you kind of got to go back to to some of the 90s stuff and sort of rebuild yeah. your personal collection. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, even, even to go find like old wax to go rip for nostalgia, what I'm going to be doing at the National is like cheaper than any new basketball, football, hobby box. <laughs> well, you could buy cases for the price of a box, right, nowadays, right? And, and if you're yeah, going mean, to hunt one of those, it might be in there. Whatever, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Like, and you had fewer redemptions to worry about. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, yeah, definitely. I'm not a big fan of redemptions at all. I am anti-redemptions. I will sell any redemption I get immediately. <laughs> 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 well, you know, as as always, I, I say this every single week. I, I truly appreciate you coming on, and I wish we could talk for ten hours, but we are pretty much out of time here. And uh, you know, I want to thank oh, you man, as as always. Uh, maybe next week or the week after that, before we go national, I'll come I'll come into the studio. Yeah, yeah no, we got to bring you back into the studio. It's been it's been about a year, in fact. So I think I think it's about time. It's been that long? Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for coming on. No doubt, brother. Have a good evening. You too, man. That's Eric Reichardt joining me for another segment of Buy Low, Sell High. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. Trivia question is, Zach Wilson, quarterback for Gary's Jets, went to what college? Should be a pretty simple one. So while you guys are pondering that, uh, joining me now is Darlene Lou McDowell. Darlene, uh, you got a pretty cool butterfly thing going on there at Pro Ridge. 
Hey, Darren. Thank you. Yes, I do. So tell me a little bit about it. I mean, and, I'm, and I'm bringing this up for those of you that don't know. It's because th this, this center area has this incredible display. And I, I got a chance to walk, walk past it uh, this past weekend. And by the way, she's going to be part of our Sports Cards and Collectibles show there at Pearl Ridge at Waimakai because she'll be right there in the middle. So tell everybody about this, uh, this sharing the butterfly experience display. So it's a butterfly house that has about 150 monarch butterflies in there. I also have right now about 10 rare uh, white monarchs. Oh, wow. As well as gofritillaries. Wow. So, and then, and this, um, this display has everything. So it's, it's You can go in. Yeah, and it's got everything, right? I mean, like the, the full it's explanation the of the life cycle and everything. Yep, so there's a short tour. You can go in and feed the butterflies, learn about the life cycle. There's free coloring, lots of picture-taking opportunities outside the house, um, lots of fun merchandise that we have for sale. Um, but uh, we also have free tattoos this weekend. Oh, even better, even better. So if people want to bring the family down, they can... They can drop pops over at the collectible show with us, and they can take the kids right through the butterflies. Yep, and then on August 13th, um, we're going to have the Kamehameha butterfly uh, come and visit us with the um, with the caterpillars. And uh, so that's, um, I'm sorry, July 16th, July 16th. And they will be there all day, so you can come and visit and actually see the state insect. Wow, that, that's really cool. So so go ahead and come on down and uh, make sure you, you, you go check out Darlene at the uh, Pro Ridge Waimakai. And uh, while, while you're there, check out the Sports Cards and Collectibles show and uh, uh, look forward to, uh, to having, uh, you know, having an awesome experience there all weekend. And, and by the way, like I said, I'm not joking. Sports Cards and Collectibles show will be um, the, the one hosted by the Honolulu Chinese JCs will go from HIC down through Sears. It's a pretty uh, big, uh, big show. And right in the middle, you got Darlene Lou McDowell um, her, for her sharing the butterfly experience there. Go ahead and check them out. They're actually going to be there um, from, actually they were there from July 1 all the way through August 14th. But uh, definitely come check them out the same time as the Sports Cards and Collectibles show. Uh, all right, so the trivia question was, uh, Zach Wilson, the quarterback for Gary's Jets, went to what college? First of all, we got Darren on the line. Darren, what a great name. Darren, where are you calling from? Honolulu. All right, Darren. What what college did uh, Zach Wilson play for? Uh, I'm pretty sure BYU. Absolutely. Now, how's this? Bonus. I will give you a free large pizza from Papa John's. If you can tell me what the quarterback's name was, that Zach Wilson lost to in the SoFi uh, Bowl? Um, Who did he lose to? He, uh, he lost to... Oh, gosh, I went to that game too. <laughs> That's okay. Tell you what, tell you what. I will give you the pizza anyway because you got a great name. So anyone named Darren, just go ahead and call oh, him. So, so stay on the line, and uh, Keegan will grab your information. Actually, um, I, I was actually at that game as well, and uh, Zach Wilson lost to Cole McDonald. And, yes, that was against Hawaii. It was one of those games where uh, Cole McDonald had to lead a little bit of a comeback at the end, 
And uh, it was basically the coming out party for, for Mardner. He had a nice long catch down the sidelines and then very next play, nice quick post on the left and uh, touchdown. And that was the one that put us up. And of course, Corey Bethley, two interceptions in that game, including the one that sealed it. So it, it, was, a, it was a really, really, really neat opportunity there. So uh, congratulations, Darren. Again, great name. Uh, you got your Panini Contenders uh, NFL Blaster and that free large pizza from Papa John's. Uh, so a couple other reminders. Uh, there are a couple texts that have come in. Uh, this butterfly experience, there is a little bit of a cost here, a small, it's very, very, very nominal admission. But those of you that do serve um, in the Reserves or National Guard and their dependents with military ID, they'll also give you a dollar discount. So it becomes really, really, really cheap. Definitely go ahead and check them out. A couple other things, I did get a notification here that um, Pro Ridge at the same time is also holding this Stuff the Bus school supplies uh, drive. It's, it's really cool. Basically, Ground Transportation Inc. has provided this bus that they've put outside the other end of the uh, Pro Ridge Mall and bring in any, you know, footwear, any backpacks, any uh, pencils, pens, crayons, you name it, anything that you can give to a needy student. It's going to be uh, distributed to students in the IAEA, Pro City, Waipahu, and Kapolei complex areas uh, by the first day of school. And they're hoping to, of course, fill the entire bus with donations. And, and we definitely got to help the keiki out there. So, you know, want to make sure that, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we, we fill that bus up too. So go ahead and come on down, you know, drop your stuff off at the Mauka side. Then head on over to Pro Ridge Waimakai, check out the butterflies and uh, check out the sports cards and collectibles show this weekend. Uh, we, we are uh, running out of time here. A couple things I do want to also let you know. Um, in addition to the sports cards and collectibles show uh, this month, we are for sure on the calendar for the second weekend in August. Again, uh, same thing being hosted by the Honolulu Chinese JCs. Uh, the, the Honolulu Chinese JCs are doing their uh, healthy baby contest, so go ahead and check them out online. Um, I'm not sure when registration is closed, but go ahead and check that out. So if you've got a, uh, a young keiki and you want to enter them in the healthy baby contest, there's some really, really awesome prizes, including family photo shoots. And uh, I, I, I wish I could tell you baby formula wasn't a big prize, but it seems like these days baby formula might be an even bigger prize than uh, anything else that you could possibly win but again you know definitely go ahead and check out the Honolulu JC's website and they'll be able to share more information about that uh, and then as far as the uh, um, the the Pro Ridge show again um, I, I, I was told I was sending a text here I was told to remind everybody because of that that nice display of butterflies by the center court area uh, it is going to extend from the front all the way by uh, Aloha Salads and uh, HIC all the way down through to the Sears end so even if you park on the Sears end walk in the Sears end check out the entire display of, of vendors all the way through the center court area check out the butterflies and there'll be more vendors all the way out through HIC so go ahead and check the whole thing out don't don't just stop at the popcorn guy uh, make sure you come all the way down to to Sears or all the way out to HIC um, and we are pretty much out of time here. I want to take this opportunity uh, to thank all of my guests. Of course, I want to thank Eric Myers from PWCC. Go ahead and check out PWCC Marketplace. And, uh, you know, consider sending the bulk of your high-end stuff over there. It's the safest place you can do it. Uh, also, Darlene Lou McDowell from Sharing the Butterfly Experience. Check her out this weekend at Pro Ridge Waimakai. And Eric Reichard for Buy Low, Sell High. And, of course, 
I want to thank all of you listeners out there. Don't forget to join me next week at 6 p.m. on ESPN Honolulu. That's uh, AM 1420 and 92.7 FM for the Sports Cards and Collectibles show. This is uh, Darren Kimura saying have an awesome, awesome week and happy collecting.